Welcome, everybody, to a new episode of Cruising the Planet. Today, we are joined... Oh, let me pull this all the way down. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Cruising the Planet. Today, we are joined by... Cole. Cole. Yes. There we go. Transition where I've set up so that the project uh, this month, or rather, this month, the next couple of episodes are going to... I'm going to try and do a one-on-one... Uh, interview with all the everyone at the station uh, started on accident with AJ, but then I really enjoyed the format. And now okay. we have just Cole today. And so we yes. can genuinely sit down for a good uh, hour, possibly a full length episode and just catch up, see how everything has been going. How have you been coping? Uh, well, it's been more stressful lately just because it's running toward the end of the semester Mm -hmm. and so we've got finals final projects all going through as well as still trying to do all of my job work stuff right so that's been interesting i've also recently started to have issues with my laptop Uh so (laughs) yes was that the Uh, technical issues you had earlier today Yes, so I have actually been using Parker's laptop, my Mm. uh, significant other's laptop, to do the Zoom meetings and all of that with audio and video, just because my laptop is on mute right now, and I cannot, for some reason, unmute it. Mm. So, don't know what that's about, trying to get that fixed, but... Parker's laptop's charging cord, you have to set it a certain way. Oh, no. It's or it just does not charge, and it's a Mac, and I'm not used to Mac, oh, and no. their charging cords are very interesting right. and expensive to replace, oh, yeah. so got to work with what we got. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah. But you're so still able to do finished. your graphics work, right? It's just the effect yes. on the... Okay, that's good. Yes, yeah, so just the effect on the audio, so I can't do the Zoom meetings and everything on <laughs> in the audio recording on my laptop. So I use Parker's for that, but all my graphic designs will be used online. <laughs> okay. That's yeah, good. it's just a switching of everything and yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So you're, we've, oh geez, I don't even know like days. We, oh geez. My professor. It's Wednesday. Um, my calculus <laughs> professor is just sitting outside right now. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. It's so weird to see your profs like out and about, you know, yeah. when it's not COVID. Especially because I haven't really been keeping up with my homework. <gasps> oh, that's the worst. Well, here, okay. Um, I'm switching my major. Oh, you are? So a little bit of news. What are you switching it to? I'm going to a business degree in marketing. Oh, see? Yes. Yes. Which... I agree. Everyone, okay, I have a little <laughs> bit of a, like a problem with that because everyone's just like, yeah, Ethan, you'd be great at that. And I was like, what? why didn't anyone tell me? I kind of figure you just didn't want to. I, just, I figured you already knew that you would be good at marketing, but you were like, I'm going to be engineering. No, fool. I've only known science growing up my entire life. Oh, dude. 
you know, I forget sometimes that that's how I was before, you know, I, my first major was biochemistry and molecular biology. That's a mouthful and a half. Mine was yes. electrical engineering. Um, and then I had like this weird brain moment when I was like, what if, what if I don't want to be an engineer? What if I want to like do the cool stuff in radio like I'm already doing? And I was like, oh wait, yes. what I'm already doing is called a job. What if I made this a career? And I talked to Lance about it and he was like, yeah, probably not a communications degree. Just like, unless you want to be in prim. And I was like, I'm not super interested in prim. Yeah. I want to. I wouldn't see life. you in prim. I want to be on the analytical side of things or on the like running the campaign and like strategies of like brainwashing and propaganda, you know, the fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. And he was, I was like business and marketing degree. Like, does that sound interesting? Cause my mother has one of those. Okay. And that's where I kind of had the idea of like, well, I'm not really like enjoying this super logical thing. And I realized there was a, now we're getting into interviewing me, not you. I'm <laughs> no, it's okay. I, I like it. I like discussing this. I right. mean, it's really interesting about those particular degrees, though. A lot of people think, oh, this is a marketing or business degree. You don't really, you can't really do anything with it. But if you have a job position in mind, mm -hmm. like a radio position, I I'm think it's, it's a good idea. Yeah. Because I, yeah. whenever I was talking to Lance about it, he's like, everybody gets hired to do sales and something else. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I like doing the something else. So if I need to be good at sales to get the job, then I'll start getting good at sales. And also I run the Twitter account and I'm trying, I like have a product, quote unquote, like right. marketing terms. I have a product, which is the podcast and the Twitter accounts and all of the, like the things that we do, we build here mm -hmm. as, so, and I actually have a fun little announcement for you, like in four seconds. Okay. Um, uh, those products that we need to tell people about, which is all about the marketing thing. So my classes that I'm taking or about to start taking will help me learn how to market the stuff that I'm already making. And like my classes will be directly benefiting my work and then my work will be directly benefiting my classes. Yes, it's and that amazing, way I'm not, right? That way I'm not having the problem I had last semester, which was like, all of my classes are math-based. And I turn over here and I'm like, all of this is art. And I'm, my brain mm -hmm. can't do it all at once. I completely get that. I used to work in retail, and which is why I didn't go into marketing, because I am so done with sales. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I really am, at least on that aspect. Um, and I was, I was working at Lane Bryant as a retail associate, and I was coming to work or school, and I was just doing prim or graphic design, and, and prim being PR and event management. Mm -hmm. It's something I really wanted to go into versus something I was working at and it just wasn't fitting for where I wanted my career and hence that's why I started the job at the radio station yeah. it's really nice to finally get all of your ducks in a row or all yeah. of your energy and passion towards one goal right I'm really yeah, happy that, for like, you unification of everything it's yes in the same direction you're not switching things weird little segue the website's coming up soon Yes, I'm so excited about that. As in, it's coming online Wednesday. Next Wednesday? Yes. All right. We are setting the domain name, the Squarespace that I've been working on in the background yes. like this the whole time. Uh, Lance looked over it. He likes everything about it so far. 
and we are just going to start going ahead. Um, I'm supposed to talk to you and Aaron. We're going to, we'll do some stuff like some official marketing. Oh, oh. <laughs> and we're going to do some official talks and start getting everyone to hear about our, go to our new website where we can point everyone to. It has links to all of our podcasts, our YouTube channel, uh, events that will eventually start happening once the doors to society crack back open. Mm-hmm. Uh, news, social media, everything will be all there at once at one thing. And then we don't have to worry about the lack of ability to manage our own right. website right via now. the the tarleton database yeah the tarleton right uh, i am so we'll, excited you'll have this. to start learning a little more squarespace which is mm-hmm. pretty easy i i like figured it out in a cut over a couple of weeks it's it's uh it's blocks but it's not it's like really uh graphically interfaced blocks it's very okay. the ground okay um, there yeah, is different from what different from Cascade. Very different. Right. Uh, okay. it's, it's much u- more user friendly. There are some things that I'm going to start probably hard hard code in as like advanced features later on, but mm-hmm. you, we don't have to worry about that now. Yeah, and I assume we'll like get that transferred over once I switch positions too. Yeah, when you start doing more administrative stuff. Yeah more external PR stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I'll be uh, helping Kirk more, Mm. doing the, like, getting uh, people to uh, buy underwriting, and I'll be managing more of the DJ aspect, and Mm -hmm. also doing some internal PR with everyone to try to get us to mesh a bit more between student workers versus DJs, and try to get DJs to participate a little bit more. Right. It's it's not that they don't participate. It's that we have like four that do everything. Yes. And then everyone yes. else we don't like. They don't. They never talk to us, so we don't even recognize them. Right. Uh, I feel really bad about that because like I only know like Corn Dog and a few others, and right. There was we have a long Dylan, list of DJ contacts. Dylan, Gingerbread, Mo. Yes. But we have like 12 DJs. Or we have so many. And I think I think they would really enjoy hanging out with all of us. It's just kind of adding that incentive to get right. them to come in group with us. Perhaps just like my professor's back. Perhaps oh, no. just... <laughs> He's watching you. He's like, no, I he found your place of work. He doesn't know I'm there. <laughs> um, I've, I've really got this ability to just like stare at him while he sits in his car. <laughs> but I'm hosting a podcast right now and this podcast is supposed to be about you. So you want to be able to sort of like bridge that gap. Right. And when right. you say you're doing PR stuff, I public relations for anyone who doesn't know. Yes. Walk us through like the public relate. Cause you're more on that as well. You want to be the public mm-hmm. relations person for a company, a, an individual walk us through that. Um, Well, I originally started out thinking I wanted to do uh, public relations or be that uh, consultant with a hospital because I had that Mm -hmm. science background in in my previous college career. (laughs) Yeah. And um, now I've just kind of decided I I really enjoy working um, as a consultant with just smaller businesses. Like I've worked for Parker's, um, Parker's training business. Mm -hmm. 
and I've done like smaller works for him, uh, like dig graphic design, as well as some formatting mm -hmm. for his documents and, and, and all of that and helping him make that relationship with his publics or with his clients and building that further. And I also did some work with the, the Soul Feet Studios in Stephenville here, the, the yoga studio. And I've really enjoyed working with the smaller people. Project. Yes. And my end goal is eventually to build the experience through smaller businesses and working and consulting there and then move into teaching. To teaching public relations? Yes. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I have wanted to teach for a very long time. And ever since my first communication course, I actually took that at a different university. Uh. I... I just fell in love with it and then, and I really wanted to express what exactly communication is because it's not just a speech class. Mm -hmm. It's, it's more than that. It's not just a speech or a language class. It's the ability to share ideas between people. Right. And it's really about building relationships in different ways and also having a significant other who is like autistic and on the autism spectrum. Mm -hmm. It, it is interesting to come up with different forms of communication between someone who doesn't have the same um, pathways that you would originally right. think. Right, doesn't have the same options or anything. Right. I, I wouldn't mind working for a bigger company, but I, I really like being able to be personal with each client that I have. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. So... That's heartwarming and beautiful. What have Thanks. you been doing in your downtime though? Now that downtime and schoolwork and like work work all yeah, job work. the same space and all technically take up the same time. Cause uh, we talked about it on with AJ a little bit of like, there is no more like class time. It's yes. class that you've allocated towards emails there's right. no more like work time because you just have to get it done before a certain date. So you're technically working on it all the time. Mm -hmm. So what have you done? A couple of strategies that you've pushed at to create a bit of like space for you, just yourself. Well, I have to be honest, it's been very difficult to do that. Um, right. uh, when all of this happened, we did have a friend who doesn't actually have a stable home uh, stay with us. So he's just stayed, stayed with us. So we have an extra person in our household and we have dogs and I have a significant other staying with me. So it's all, sorry, I'm being <laughs> summoned. Yeah. Um, it's all very difficult to set aside that place to go there's only one bedroom apartment there's one right. living room it's kind of hectic but it's really about i'd say finding things that make you concentrate mm -hmm. um like certain ways like listening to music has been really helpful um yeah. like going into the bedroom making everyone stay out and then listening to certain albums have helped me um I haven't put that into a practice enough, but I need to. Yeah. Um, and as far as my downtime goes, 
it's usually on Netflix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Netflix, or I'm finally finishing up some animes that I had started a while back. There you go. Yes. And uh, also found out that Amazon Prime Video is a thing. Oh, and yes. Yes. There's, a, there's plenty of things to watch out there. And just started uh, binging some old stuff that I had liked. What? I would recommend watching One Punch Man Season 1. Oh, yeah. I haven't, I haven't gotten into that one. It'll make you work out. Just the, <laughs> the opening soundtrack alone will put enough iron in your blood. And you'll be doing push-ups. I promise. Oh, I need that, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. No, 100%. I need to work out. <laughs> so you, you found a couple of activities that you want to start implementing. Do you, have you found a sort of routine or at minimum like a work time, play time, back and forth schedule? Is it even um, gotten to that point yet? Well, I wasn't like super great with routine before. Right. But um, one of my dogs has started barking at like a very, like a time frame in the morning to, for me to go let him out. So I have been forced to get up around between seven and eight o'clock, 830. Oh so I get up then and then I start my day I uh like started out with a shower and then mm -hmm. kind of situate Wait where a shower isn't it yes yeah <laughs> I usually just like before I usually just hopped out of bed and like later in the day and took a shower but mm -hmm. I'm like okay might as well start the day and I'll figure out whether I'm recording or if I'm just working on graphics that day and I'll set up on the kitchen counter and try to figure out where Mike mics can go and that around with making breakfast and all that. Right. It's, it's become very interesting to sort of catacomb ourselves in, in make work yes. at home. It is difficult for me because I'm definitely a person that if I'm at work, I'm at work and right. I am not going to be bothered by anything else and if I'm at home I'm completely relaxed and it's really hard for me to focus on anything else right so it's definitely been a challenge <laughs> so what are some of your techniques that you've implemented to, to like focus I know you said music was one of mm -hmm. them music what? is definitely one of them and then just trying to be uh, not rude but but uh, more confident and being like, okay, I, I have to work right now. Yeah. So I need everyone to either like go on a walk, social, dis social distancing right. from everyone be else, or just, from me. yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. So that's solid. Um, I definitely can feel you on the like work schedule, playtime schedule thing is just sort of messed up. Mm -hmm. Do weekends exist? Like as just a general Ooh. question, Cole, do weekends exist? I don't think they exist anymore. No. I really don't. They're gone. No. They're, it's just, oh, I can work on this today. This needs to be get done by this specific like date on the calendar. But right. What are even days of the week anymore? Yeah, it's 24-hour periods. You've all entered my realm. And so oh, God. Okay, I used to work a night shift before I actually got this job. Like, like a couple of weeks before I got this job here, I was working night shift out back in Fort Worth, uh, mm. just staying at my parents' place. So all I would do is I would wake up at 6.30, at 6 p.m., I know I'd wake up at 6.30 p.m., drive 
like eat breakfast, drive down to work um, in, a, in a warehouse where I just move boxes from big locations to little locations. <laughs> and uh, I do that for 10 hours and then I come home. So I worked for four days out of the week. It was Monday night through uh, Thursday night. And so I had all of Friday through Sunday to myself, yeah. but it was so on you- nighttime schedule. Right. So you basically were quarantined from for a whole society year. anyway. Yeah, for an entire year because it's like, yeah, I could like like I'm awake on Friday night, but nobody stays up until 6:30 in the morning on a Friday night. Everyone goes to bed at like 1. Yeah. So I have nothing <laughs> for 5 hours, 6 hours. Well, it's the weekend to me, so I'm going to stay up late. Yeah. Like six, seven hours of just nobody. Or I'll like catch my pa- parents for breakfast and I'm just like, oh, I just had Taco Bell dinner because it's the weekend. <laughs> right. And they're right. like, right. okay. And I was like, bye, I'm tired. Yeah, it's definitely been like, well, I can stay up however long I want any day of the week because uh-huh. I, there's no reason <laughs> except for, of course, my dog who is, is right. a toddler and needs to pee every morning at oh, seven. <laughs> the audacity. Wow. <laughs> think you'd have figured that one out huh yeah well and even uh our our staff meetings are later in the afternoon so right yeah. we just all become nocturnal i we were like we were nocturnal for like a good week and a half uh-huh what it was the extended spring break did that really that also yeah. probably didn't help did it no it didn't the, yeah the way that the schedule lined up for us here uh, on campus was and i stayed and worked through spring break just because it was a chance to like get ahead on a little bit of money and get ahead on a little bit of like projects that I wanted to do. I was getting uh, like a video put together and a script. It was all set up so that everyone came home and it just like everyone would come on like a Monday and we're, it was going to be a little slow so I could just get everyone to shoot their lines. It would have been cool. Yes. It got extended a week and it was like, ah, um, I have less to do now and I still don't have classes so I guess I'll just sort of go to work and then hang out and I would end up on my days off. I'd stay up till like three in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wake up yes. at noon and it's like, oh no. Oh yeah. We had some days in there where uh, we stayed up till 5 a.m. Oh, I didn't yeah. want you to say a number, but I needed you to. <laughs> It was bad. It was like for a couple of days in a row. Like we didn't even. It it wasn't. It and wasn't like even in existence. Night too in town. Like yes. H E B Walmart are both closed at like eight p.m. Uh, right. and they don't open until six a.m. But the morning for the first hour is uh, senior citizens only. That's how we've mm-hmm. set it up in Stephenville. And so you've really got like seven a.m. to seven p.m. to get everything you need, and that is like what normal people. Right. Um, no more like 2 a.m. Walmart trips that everyone does in Stephenville to just do something. Yeah. College students, we do that all the time where it's just like, I have a Friday, I'm going to go get a pie and I'm going to eat slowly eat it with a spoon until 4 a.m. <laughs> yes. Because I don't have anything tomorrow. Like I'm, I'm allowed one day of anything I want and today is pie day. <laughs> Rather pie night. Yes. But now pie night could be any night. There's nothing special to it. Like everything's it's just all a mush of what is happening it's and just, it's what's it going to be like when it stops? The twilight. Is it going to stop? Well, you heard the announcement today at the meeting that we have um, Meta 
the like meta concepts for going coming to classes you can just do it all online right so, right like, and complete online classes I see that working a lot as, like in the favor of like disabled individuals right totally so that's gonna be great integrated sooner yes uh, but I I would definitely choose face-to-face versus online I can only learn face-to-face I am having such a hard time with these classes right now mm-hmm. only because like I am in a between a rock and a hard place I have to work two jobs to be here so now that my schedule's opened up I moved all of my work to where my class times would normally be and so I really do study on the fringe of everything yeah and I'm instead of those this has affected you in the same way of like so now that my schedule can be anything my work schedule can be anything my classes mm-hmm. are on the edge of that because yeah it goes like food rent like fun time then school yeah, classes have definitely been pushed for me to, like, the bottom, I feel like, yeah. uh, when it comes, like, working and doing all of that and mm-hmm. still taking care of the house at the same time. Right. Because I'm, like, the one who <laughs> manages and cleans and all of that. And yeah. then also dealing with um, the anxiety and, like, yeah, like the stressors of what's happening right now. Natural pandemic and everyone in town is quarantined and... Yeah, that's that's a strain on mental health. It's in, big, incredibly straining, too big even for introverts. But again, when you add in a little bit of routine, you can kind of like break through that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. But you are doing good, it seems. I think so. I, I'm definitely happier. Perfect. You're happy? Yeah, I've, it went from a, Oh, spring break. Oh, cool. We have another week. All right, cool. And then it went, oh, we're not going back to classes face to face. I'm not going to see a lot of people. Yeah. I'm actually more of an extrovert. So I actually need people. Same. And then now it's back up to, okay, I'm almost done with undergraduate. Like, yeah, you're, you're, you're going into <laughs> grad classes next, right? Yes, but I am. The, after the summer, you'll be into those advanced classes. Yes, I am currently registered for one graduate class this fall. So my registration has been a little mixed up. I'm talking to my advisor and my head of department for mm-hmm. some reason. It's not going as smoothly smoothly as I would like, but that should get cleared up. And I'm I'm really excited to start so, working on graduate. Does it have to do with that sort of weird class credit that you and Aaron were talking about a couple months ago? No, not it doesn't seem to be affecting my undergraduate, um, like getting my degree. It's yeah. that because of the way I applied, I guess, I'm not, because I'm technically a distance learner being in Stephenville and not at the Fort Worth campus, which is where oh. uh, graduate studies is really based out of for I communications. Uh, they won't let me register for online classes even though that would make more sense for me. Right. Perhaps you have to like register for face-to-face and then opt into online. Yeah, that's, I don't know. So Again, I've, I've talked, I'm working on it. All right. Um, but I'm also, I had to register in order to start the hiring process for my position change. Right. So, yes. And have we announced that on this show or not? Do you I don't think so. Go ahead. Okay, so I... And currently the digital media specialist at the radio station, 
but as I change from undergrad to graduate, I will be moving to the graduate assistant position at the station. Yay! Yay. <laughs> I'm very excited to start working on some different things as well as be able to um, help the person who fills in my position and train them while being here. We're not going to have one of those for a while. That's true. So through the summer, I'll probably still have those uh, duties as a digital media specialist along with you. Right. And so you're, you're going to away off to the desk. You just hang out. Yeah. All of the cool stuff to me. <laughs> so the Photoshop is definitely going to start looking different because I'm going to bring my drawing tablet in to. Oh, I cannot wait to see that. It's okay. It's not as cool as it looks. But it's, it's a drawing tablet. It's, it's so cool. much better than using a mouse. I'm telling you. Yes. Dude. Like a curve, like weight sensitivity. I need one of those so bad. I really do You to get like my own right. personal stuff. So Parker, friend of the show, um, has expressed to me multiple times how watching you use a computer is quote unquote stressful. <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to go so far and be as bold um, because I'm pretty sure that Parker gets a couple of like extra credits and is allowed to say <laughs> things like this every once in a while. And I know that you will bully me. Um, yes. Watching you try and make something in Photoshop, however, using like just a mouse and like I'm talking when I say just a mouse, she won't use shortcuts. People like will not touch shortcut keys. And I'm, I have I'm, a few that I'll use. I'm dying over here, ladies and gentlemen. I am <laughs> dying because it's like, please, dude, just like use a different tool. Click, use the alt mode on it and you're done. Like, it's exactly what you want. I know what you want because we've worked together for literally months now. <laughs> and that's just me like being like, I did graphic design for two years in high school, like mm -hmm. back to back to back to back classes, project based classes. Like I... I did stuff that where the grade was based on what everyone in class thought uh, was the best girl. One got a hundred oh. and everyone else got a 99 based on the, the professor or the teacher's grading. Cause it's high school. Right. So like, I was shooting for that hundred cause I enjoyed the class. I genuinely liked how he, how he taught and everything. And he would bring in like people from other groups and um, take like, I need a good example of things I did. All the club signs, they had, we had club signs that we would hang up okay. from the ceiling tiles. And those signs were made out of a vinyl cutter. And so he would design all the vinyl and then he'd have me, because I always stayed late after class, uh, come and like actually cut them out and hang them. And eventually it got to the point where he's just like, Ethan, I need your help real quick. And we just put up two giant uh, white vinyl stickers that were are the front and back sign still to this day of the university not the university the high school saying like welcome to like panther central because our mascot was that's really cool yeah yeah i didn't I, I didn't find my like love or passion or even knowledge of graphic design until i started college and right. started with the prim program so which i definitely like, still have a lot to learn it but. Is, which is perfectly okay and at no point am i actually ever mad at you <laughs> But part of me is, I only know this because I've been doing Photoshop and like yes. Illustrator-based graphics since I was, what would that have been, 16? 
I think. Yeah, since I was like 16. So I'm like, I got, I have almost, almost five years because my birthday is coming up. Ooh. That's literally like at the end of classes and then my birthday happens. So that's so cool. I, everything's still going to be closed. Yeah, you're going to have to have like a Zoom birthday. Like my younger brother, whose birthday is today, actually. Oh, he turns nice. 18. And they today they told me that his present was de- like postponed in the mail. Oh, no. So he's not going to get that for a little bit. That sucks. But I was able to post some funny, funny baby pictures of him on Twitter. So it's all nice. Wholesome. That's perfect. Right. No, yeah, this year, um, everyone's birthdays are just not happening. Yeah, Parker's birthday was in March. Oh, no. His 18th? No, not his 18th. 22. Okay, cool. (laughs) Today's my younger brother's 18th birthday. My birthday is going to be my 21st. So, like, the two big ones that everyone's like, those are the party years. We're just going to be sitting inside, like, crackerjacks? Seriously, though, you should, like, put together a Zoom party, and we'll all get on. I, but, the, like, it's my 21st, and I worry that someone's going to try and break into my apartment to, like, sneak me alcohol. I just, I don't want to have to deal with that. Like, I feel like I got to go hide out in the woods for the entire day. Oh, my gosh. Come I have on. some some wild friends, all right? Okay. Just, I, I re- come from cryptid realm. Um. <laughs> And like, not when you when you're in night shift, you meet the weird people. Oh, it's just like that episode of SpongeBob, the night shift. Which one? The one with the night shift, where they come in and like Krusty Krab's still open, and it's actually like 24 hours, and like crazy night shift people or fish, I guess. Uh, they're people. <laughs> no, I'd never. I'd, I don't think I've really? seen the night shift episode. I, I'm always offended by the night shift episodes because like. We're the ones who deal with everyone else's stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like night shifters always get the bad the bad end of it of like being crazy, but we're made crazy, fellas. Here, I'm telling you. <laughs> All I'm right. Sorry I if you're gonna hear that. It's the dog. It's okay. <laughs> so I do have a couple of announcements I have to get through before I forget. Sure. Of course. Uh, one, I found our intro and outro song on one of the old advocators for Texan Tattoo on KXT. What? Um, so I'm not that original as I thought. That's great to know. <laughs> no. And then the second thing is that um, uh, Lance uh, had to ask me this question so to make certain that I clarify uh, audience at home. It's not that I didn't like garage sales. It's that I got bored at garage sales because I don't have any money and we never went to the rich garage sales where you could buy like pieces of art or old instruments. Um, That's why garage sales are boring because I don't want your plastic bins or Tupperware containers. That's nasty. (laughs) I will say they've been to some interesting garage sales. In town? Um, Well, Parker actually bought, you know, that uh, painting that was the, uh, Albert Einstein, like multicolor painting, he got that uh, from a garage room? sale. Uh, yeah, okay. the the one that was in some of my videos, like way back when we did right. the uh, CTP recording. That mm-hmm. was pretty cool. That's something we've gotten. And then, like a little grill 
like panini grill, I guess. A mini grill? <laughs> yeah. Uh, propane, like a gas grill? No, like an electric. Like Oh, a George Foreman? Yeah, but oh. definitely not on, like... Not, not on the, brand. Not the brand, no. no that's off-brand. Yes. <laughs> nice. So you got a bootleg George Foreman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, I think that I always assumed that, like, because like, it's spring right now, and I talked to this about AJ, and I want your opinion. Um, our garage sale's dead. Mm, nah, I don't, I don't think so. You think they're immortal. Yeah, I do. I think they're always going to happen as long as we collect tons and tons of things. People will have to sell them to get spring cleaning to happen. But like, so, yeah, no one Forever. will be acquiring new junk this time. Oh, you mean like now? Yeah, like, like right now. Oh, I thought you just meant in general of garage well, sales were dead. I, I assumed that they were going to die because like if you can't have a spring cleaning, then you can't have a fall cleaning. No, mm. you'll have a bigger fall cleaning. Yeah. No, because no one's buying anything new. Spring cleaning okay, I think is going to turn I, into fall cleaning. And then the whole like feng shui will be off or whatever. And then the moms will re recede back to their homes. I, I think you underestimate all the like um, thrifty nickel elderly <laughs> women yeah. who go out and buy things from garage shelves and give them to their grandkids. No, yeah. Grandma <laughs> gifts are definitely a third market I've not even thought about. Yeah. I, I'm sure my nanny would definitely go to a garage sale right now, even with COVID happening. Right? Just like, yeah. wear gloves and a mask. <laughs> like, that's, you're going to get arrested for that. Please don't. <laughs> Please. Just social distance. No garage sale. I've seen that, like, there were mothers taking their kids to the park getting arrested because they were breaking, yeah. breaking laws. I mean... I definitely heard about some businesses getting ticketed and yeah. uh, individuals getting warnings and stuff about it. I mean, I definitely know of a few people who have had some loud parties. Yeah. During all of this. Yes. Yeah, but you can't be the one to call out your neighbors because then like, you're that <laughs> yeah. angry. You've lost the yeah. social cue. I mean, after the second time, I really considered calling. Oh, no. But was it all we'll still see. during that week after spring break period? No. Oh, no. So it was more got... recent than that. Okay. Here's a weird thing I want to talk to you about. A sure. Week, last week, everyone just started to seem like it was over. Right? What's with that? Okay, so, so that wasn't just us. Because no. we talking about that as well of like, everyone in town just kind of is like getting weird all of a sudden. Yeah. It's as if they spent like a week maybe in quarantine and we're like okay it's over now and then everyone started to congregate again yeah like what is that people were going over to friends houses like i my roommate had friends over many friends over in one evening uh, like it was a movie night i was like you can do gotta, that over zoom you know i i was just like i gotta go like either lock my room or go like i i share food with a friend yeah so uh, it makes it cheaper i was like well i know that he hasn't been anywhere because he's a business student on loans so, or on uh his parents uh made enough money in the stock a while ago to pay for things so i was like i know mm -hmm. he ain't been anywhere because he's studying 
or yeah. he's going, like, to work and he doesn't have friends. I'm his only friend. I'll go, I'll go get a, a late night snack. And like, so I knew that that place was like clean and everything, but it was just like, there are strangers in my apartment when yeah. strangers are a real bad idea. I don't know. I guess everyone was just like, I'm feeling we're I'm feeling done with the, it. Like it's an optional thing. Cabin fever that's starting to come on. I guess since it's still an option to actually like unlock your door and leave that it's suddenly everyone's like bailing out. Like, I don't care if I get COVID or something. I don't know. I, I'm i so worried about the people who are like immune compromised. Yeah, and, and that's, that's been your biggest thing from the very beginning. You actually, uh, the first week back, we were allowed to opt in or out of coming into work. Yeah. And you've like the whole time been said, you're like, nope, don't want to risk it. I have friends who like the flu can knock them out. This is yeah. worse. Not going to risk it. Yeah. As much as I dislike now working so much from home mm -hmm. I would still like I'm still really hesitant about going to places and it's still it's still a big burden because I mean I'm not in great health personally and then my like Parker is immune compromised and then I have uh the friend that's staying with us who like <laughs> just happened to be with us uh -huh. is also immune compromised oh, no. and and so we're just a household full of people who can get extremely sick and real sick and some of them are already disabled to the point where they could need to go to the doctor soon mm -hmm. but won't risk it because right all of this happening well i am gonna tell you uh knowing a couple of people in like the nursing programs and stuff who are in like practicum classes along mm -hmm. with some people who are family of nurses there are no cases that are currently bedridden. Okay. And so if you are going to go, just don't go to the ER. Go to the normal, like, just like the standard walk-in doctor in town. That's still completely safe. Okay. But they are postponing non-emergency things. Right. Like right. my dental appointment got completely canceled. Like mm -hmm. I got the email today confirming that it's canceled. Please don't show up. So... Uh, unless it's definitely some, I mean, I'm certain that you wouldn't go if you didn't have a reason anyways, because money, yeah. but um, <laughs> Unfortunately. It, it is still safe now. Yeah. Which we'll is just... weird to think of like, it's actually safe now to get sick than later. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess it's just all very like concerning and I, I wish people would understand that it's not just about whether they will get sick or if they've never had the flu or right. or have always come out of sickness really well. Yeah. It, it's about the rest of your community and even yeah. the people that you might know. And I talked to, if people are curious, um, my yeah, episode ahead. five of Making Space is about uh, immune compromised people and some questions people have about COVID-19 and herd immunity, which is important when we're talking about vaccinations and everything. In time. <laughs> and we had oh, no. two guests on that one, and one of them was a research assistant, and then another one was Dr. Edwards, who works in the uh, biomedical or biological sciences department at Tarleton. And he was a really interesting and 
he put a lot of things into perspective and gave a lot of good examples that mm-hmm. people would uh, easily understand. So if people are curious um, about COVID and still haven't really found good answers, you can go on there. Yeah. And that that's, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm making Space, a diversity dialogue hosted by Cole. Yes. You, she does a, a week-long stint of researching a socially sensitive topic and then brings to light in some sort of a guest or expert. Yes, guest, expert, the- or experienced person. Right. Like, I just finished recording our service dog episode. Um and that I had two service dog handlers on there and they are obviously also disabled. So Mm -hmm. they gave personal experience as well as their uh, knowledge of dog behavior was, is fun. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it very interesting enough. I thought the show was going to be a lot of heavier subjects than it has actually been. Um, Yeah. Interesting little bit for me. I didn't think that it was like socially, non-normative or like socially kind of taboo to talk about like people with illness or these sort of things yeah Um, I guess that just sort of like it's something that if you've grown up with or if it's just something that doesn't bother you uh you can see that as not important or even just not a big deal to people anymore but it can be um especially for certain disabilities um especially service dogs lately Right. It, it's just yeah, service there's, dogs there's been, been such a backlash from the public. Uh, there, there are so many people that have uh, come up to them and been like, well, you see, you're, you're the ones like faking because you're, you're, your disability isn't visible. It's not like you're a veteran or something. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, especially like with autism, I'm going to do uh, an episode on that pretty soon. Oh, but, yeah the terminology people are using is just not correct anymore. Uh, Like high functioning and low functioning and all of that. Misinformation, even if they're not trying. And we know for a fact Mm -hmm. in radio that misinformation is dangerous. Correct. Correct. That's actually been our our biggest thing. These, this entire like mantra that we use is like no misinformation. Yes. Uh, little peel behind the curtain. Cole, along with everyone working at home, has been making certain that the hosts, the people who can still come up to the station, Jake and I, are able to give functioning good information about food, uh, what businesses are and are not open, schooling information, internet, water. Right, some donation needs. Donation and... needs, things like that uh, in the public. And you know, we're doing the sort of public service announcements as many, as much and often as many and as often as we can and it's led to some very like interesting po- pokes of like we can't tell people the wrong thing because that's that's not helping and it's actually hurting mm-hmm. so 100 yeah. percent of like and we didn't intend to hurt anybody but by using the wrong terminology now autistic people get hit with this thing and they have to deal with it when they're mm-hmm. already dealing with so much yes yes interesting and- yeah. And I plan to cover a bigger, like, like a broader, excuse me, broader topics um, as we start and then go more narrow as uh, I continue on with the podcast mm-hmm. and get more into the kind of gritty stuff. Right. The, those deeper subjects that we were worried about. 
Right. Like uh, our first episode of Making Space was uh, just what the word, what the letters mean behind LGBTQ plus people. And then I'm going to revisit that hopefully coming up soon and dive into like transgender rights or Mm -hmm. um, just kind of reaction of people. Non-binary and intersex. Yeah, that that'd be really cool. Yes, you would have to do a whole episode just on that alone. Mm-hmm. I actually, I, this is, I don't know how they how comfortable this individual would be coming onto your show, but I do know of the, um, if you get into non-binary uh, news in recent like Texas, mm-hmm. uh, we had a student in a high school that all of my D and D friends go to, who had like fought her admit who fought their administration. Sorry. No problem. It's good. I knew them as a her and who fought their administration into being like, I'm non-binary. I, er, I haven't kept up very much, but I'm non-binary. I was just washing clay off my hands and I was in the men's restroom and someone took a picture and like, like of me washing my hands. And that became such a big deal in Texas schools. That's actually where a lot of like the bathroom stuff that was happening when we were in high school yeah, was yeah. coming from. It, it was actually like that. Yeah, the, the, the oh. bathroom thing is just, it's kind of faded away and, it, and it's really still important to talk about. And mm-hmm. I think that's interesting to, to bring up again. Is It's still an issue. People still get trans people and... Um, non-binary does fall under the transgender umbrella um those who claim it and who don't um there's still people who get followed into the bathroom and and get pictures taken of them or get threatened or physically threatened verbally threatened Mm -hmm. so it's an important topic to still continue to be open about yeah no, like 100%. What, like, genuinely, when you pitched the show and you started working on like pre production for the shows and the episodes, it was like, I like, I managed the network and I was just sitting there, like, we have a noble cause on the. <laughs> We've got one good one who's like trying to help. They're, they're all good. Counterbalances my real bad show where I just sit and ramble for an hour, <laughs> talk about myself. I will say it has been more difficult just with uh, with COVID and not being able to be in the studio and be in a place where the audio sounds perfect or right. getting the person in there with me. Um, we have a studio that we're not allowed to use anymore. Right. So we all have key access and card access to get into this place where if we get in, we get in trouble. Mm-hmm. No, definitely it's gotten weird. It's like... I've I've made jokes to AJ of like when do I start leaving sticky notes around the around the place for y'all to find yeah (laughs) just like just just like all of my ramblings it actually might be a good chance to start testing that podcast idea that I had a while ago the dead air I was about to say something about that go ahead what were you gonna say about it well I was just last thing it just it made me think of that uh, dead air podcast and how you should really be doing, like taking notes about things right. uh, about how you're feeling personally and kind of mm-hmm. like side notes about how it is being alone there and not being able to see anyone or not being able to go anywhere. Yeah. 
Very no, good experience. Quite honestly, I should be doing more like actual journaling of my feelings and experience. Unfortunately, because of the adjusted hours, I'm just on air all the time now. Right. Uh, right before this podcast recording, um, to everyone who's listening, I was doing, I was hosting our show, All Things Considered. It's an evening news show, and uh, you can listen here on KTRL 90.5 FM, Stephenville. You still have a radio voice, man. Uh, I did that for fun. I was talking to Lance. He says I fixed it. <laughs> okay, good. I mean, not that it's bad. It's just a lot different you from you know over. Bella? <laughs> I have to bully you a little bit. Come on. No, that's fair. I did mess with you in the meeting, so. Yeah, okay. that was that was fine. I don't know why it bothered me so much. It's just, <laughs> it's. I looked at some of my old writing, and uh-huh. I haven't touched it since like 2017. Mm-hmm. Oui. Oui. <laughs> Cringy. I mean, I've been doing a lot of writing workshops, like hobbies. I've been picking up a few hobbies that I haven't touched in years. Yeah. Music and writing uh, go in that list. hundred uh, percent. It's like, I wrote something at the beginning of this year and then I went to revisit it. And I was like, this is it's garbage. This is awful. <laughs> it's crazy what changes about you or changes about your writing style in just even a year. But that's good. Like yes. the point is you're supposed to look at back and be like, Ooh, that's nasty. I can do so much better. Oh, right. I've grown that much. Yes. Perfect. And then you write something down, you come back later, and it's like, oh, I keep improving. Nice. Yes, it's a good I thing. We get better until I'm perfect. And I don't I... need a semicolon. <laughs> One day. <sighs> I'm going to start playing the music. Cole, do you have anything right. you'd like to, to part with us? Wait, it's gotten to that time, and I'm <laughs> getting a little bit hungry. Same. Uh, because I still wake up and go to bed at a normal time because I'm stuck with the news shows. Not stuck with <laughs> All right. I don't have anything to say. I'm, I'm glad we were able to do this. I'm also glad that I was able to get you onto an episode. Uh, next, if, if you'd like, uh, if no one else wants to be able to do the, uh, the one-on-one because I got very little response, then uh, I will invite you back on. We can just sort of talk of about just the fun stuff next time. Now nice. that we've gotten the serious talk out of the way. Right. Or if we have a group talk, we'll do a group talk. It just depends. It's always different every week. I would like to have one-on-one time with everyone, but I know that's not entirely possible. Let me pull up my final script here, and uh, we'll be sending us off. Sure you don't have anything you want to plug? Because that's like my <laughs> Well... I I mean we I wasn't exactly part of the episode due to uh some personal stuff and some illness but we did just have um planetary overload release another episode about collecting music and we had our special friend yes uh a special friend Jake who works with us come on and Jake on the show yes that's good I have to listen to that now Mm -hmm. right Everyone, if you want to listen to that episode, it's called Planetary Overload. It's on the Tarleton Radio Network's Tarleton Radio Podcast Network. You can find it anywhere you look up podcasts. It is one of, uh, y'all know, friend of the show, Jake Rudisell, loves his collection of music, and you can catch that. This has been your episode of Cruising the Planet, where you can find something to do in and around Stephenville every week. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to recommend us to your friends. If you want to find more things made by us, follow the links in the description. And if you have any questions or suggestions, ask them in the comments or on Twitter with the hashtag 
cruising question. I swear every time I read this, I'm going to cut this part out because nobody ever answers it. Uh, ask something. Ask something. Come on, I'm bored. I don't even know. There's like seven of you listeners. I know I'm the one who does the statistics report at the end of the month. There's seven <laughs> little goblins out there. I'm going to find you. I already know I work with one of them. I already found him. But he listens to the YouTube episodes, which is different. And he's okay, which means I got six more. <laughs> we'll catch every one of y'all next week. We hope y'all have a great weekend. Cole, it has been a pleasure. Bye.